Hello, and welcome to Goddamn Fucker House of Decline. It's me, your host Alex, and your other host Steven is also here. Hi. Uh, and before I introduce our super special guest, give us money! Patreon.com slash House of Decline. Give us money. Extra comics. Extra shows. Extra podcasts. Extra everything. So much fucking content. We make content now. That's all we do. We're media assholes now. And now is the guest. Now is a wonderful person. Uh, I've, I've loved this guy's comics online uh, ever since I saw him. Uh, one, one, of the le- one of the modern legends. One of the modern masters. Oh. It's Keith Stack. We're we're so happy to have Keith Stack here. How you doing, Keith? Hello. Hi. I'm I'm doing great. Uh, everyone should give you money. Everyone should <laughs> yeah. go to Patreon and give you, you heard money. it here, folks. <laughs> Leslie and Brienne directly telling you to give us. <laughs> yeah, hand it over. Um, so you create the Leslie and Brienne comics. Are they uh, called yes. the Leslie Leslie and Brienne? Co- what do you yeah. have a name for them? Uh, I, I guess like uh, a, a wacky lesbian hour is like the <laughs> title for the series, but also like it's weird to have like a title for a series with like Twitter comics. Yeah. And so like I don't know if anyone like knows or cares if there's a title. I, I think most people just call them. Leslie and Brienne comics. Yeah, so, L know. plus B. Yeah, because it's that's, about them. It's yeah. about their relationship at exactly. the core of the comic. Yeah. Uh, what I also find interesting about the comic is it's like the only gaming web comic, which isn't like an irony, <laughs> which will actually like talk about gaming, but in a way that people connect to, and it's not like old hat like Penny Arcade, right? Well, or something I, like that. You know. Uh, I don't know if I, I, I'm like, uh, I, 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 I think there's some like, not so ironic gaming. I, I don't know. What, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, I should say, I should, I've, I've already, I've, uh, this is a charged <laughs> statement. No, but what I mean by that is that like, I feel like gaming comics had a sort of a, a great dying out in like right. the old period of web comics. Definitely. Well, and, I mean, they were like the only web comics yeah. pretty much. Because everyone using the internet was like a dork back in the day. <laughs> but now everyone uses the internet. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's more more varied interest, I guess, which has led to to not as much dorky video game comics. Yeah. I think what's it, it's uh, interesting to see stuff back then, which was more general interest. I didn't know that questionable content is uh, the biggest Patreon comic. It has like 12,000 really? subscribers. Yeah. People love quest- QC still. They're oh. big into QC still. I got a question. Do you guys think um, games like Fortnite <laughs> have incorporated more of like the cartoonish and comic type of humor? Maybe mm. taking some of that market away from the um, gaming web comics? Uh, well, I think Fortnite, its style was directly influenced by Team Fortress 2, right? Uh, it sure. seems like it. It's got that angular 3d yeah. i don't necessarily mean like uh, by just stylistically but like mm-hmm. the fact that fortnite it has the dances and the memes yeah and the funniness right i mean like i you go back to like earthworm jim and that like takes from like the humor of the time so i don't know if like mm. that's necessarily uh right the new thing you're right yeah yeah well, it, well the, I also think, but the, I think there is a point made because, like, the gaming webcomic used to also be a hub of gaming community as well. Right. So much so that Penny Arcade was able to get, like, a still successful 
uh, a con running, you know, every year, a gaming con- convention, which I'm very impressed by. Right. Uh, but um, now it takes place in game. You don't need those hubs of online gaming communities anymore. Because yeah, that now, is true. Yeah. I guess, you know, yeah, you can congregate in the games mm-hmm. to discuss yeah. the games or and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. But Leslie and Brienne, it's also not just a gaming webcomic either. It's that's right. that's a part of their characters, but that yeah. is, you know, ultimately secondary to like the the true narrative of the comic, which is about their relationship. Uh sure. Yeah. I mean, I, you know I think that's my interpretation. <laughs> I, I think, that's my interpretation of it. I, I think, you know, I'm I'm kind of just drawing from what I know and what I'm thinking about at the time. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there is any any grand narrative. I don't I don't know what I'm doing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm making them up as I go along and uh mm. and I, I, I like video games a lot. And so uh you know, I, I throw a lot of video game references or uh, uh, topics of interest in there, mm-hmm. and that's that's probably why they play game. I guess to some extent, it's like it can be an homage to like the web comics of old and uh, the the penny arcades and the the VG cats mm-hmm. and whatnot. I, I mean, to some extent, I think it's like it is like a large homage to like older internet humor and culture and stuff like that which was as we discussed like super video game centric largely Mm -hmm. uh i mean in in a sense these twitter comics are like a big homage to like my dumb like newgrounds comics as a teenager like cartoons as a teenager so absolutely you were on newgrounds you love newgrounds i love newgrounds Uh, yeah yeah i i you know i made a lot of cartoons for newgrounds because you know that's that's what that's where you put moving cartoons back in the day, mm-hmm. like before streaming video and YouTube and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, computers couldn't handle live action video. So everyone was making like fun cartoons mm-hmm. for the Internet. Right. Strawberry clock. You know, yeah. get those guys in there. You could. Well, I love that stuff because, you know, talk about inspirations of limited animation and, you know, what and right. foundational because the humor now seems very from those like fucked up meme videos it's all like everything now is like a weird 3d model like rotating <laughs> to hyper pop music and right. like and it, it feels indebted to that like uh very like the weirder side of newgrounds and the and and the stuff that developed there but right well i i think you know kids today instead of like growing up like learning flash and stuff like posting things on the internet they're all learning like video editing editing software yeah so like their like version of shit posts are i guess like spawning from like youtube poops and stuff yeah. like that is like uh that's that's their uh their toolkit that uh, they're working with it does feel like newgrounds is getting more ingrained in the culture because of uh, like something like the massive success of smiling friends right 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 yeah it's you know you're you're starting to see like all the the people who grew up on newgrounds like getting into the industry and stuff and seeing that sort of like humor sort of like seep its way into everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a big deal. I mean, smiling friends was a big deal for me because I, it was like, you know, the scene in the Simpsons when uh, Homer's mom sees uh, Joe Namath's sideburns for the first time yeah. and the, the sunshine of your love starts rotating. That was, that was me watching smiling friends because <laughs> it was like, Oh, this, this feels like something that is very specific 
to my age bracket and experience right. that has never really been on a mainstream television show right. or at least not pulled off so successfully on a, on a mainstream television channel. I right. didn't know you felt that strongly. About- <laughs> I, no, I, I, I think Smiling Friends is, but it's like, it's an inspiration because it feels like someone like me could get their own show on Adult Swim right. now. It's yeah. st- it now, is, now is our time. Now we are getting the big media properties. I would love, I mean, you've animated Leslie and Brienne. I love their voices. I, I think, I, it's interesting. Why would, what is the decision uh, for Leslie to be British? You just like the voice of that actor? Oh, uh, well, uh, well, she's not like, it's not supposed to be British. It's supposed to be more like, uh, what? what's the phrase like? A transatlantic? Oh, trans- sort of. just, uh, transatlantic. Just, like, prefers to speak with like uh, an air of elegance. I ah, suppose. I yeah, see. That yeah. makes sense to me. That makes sense. Not necessarily the British, British, but uh, also like, like back- Lady Fraser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like back in like the Newgrounds cartoons I did, like I just did the voices, and yeah. like they were just like uh, a crappy teenager doing like lady voices, and so yeah. I gave her like <laughs> I guess sort of like a, a falsetto like Fraser voice, yeah. and so I wanted to like stick to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the game with them like animated shorts now? Are you are you moving on? Because you're an animator like at heart, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am. I uh, professionally, I work in animation. Uh, so, I, you know, I would love to like make more animated stuff, but uh, it's time consuming to make mm-hmm. animations because you got to do a lot of drawing and uh, takes a while. Yeah. Uh, and I like churning out the the daily comics. So I don't. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd love to slowly chip away at some more animation at some point. Mm-hmm. Get some yeah. interns. Get some CalArts interns. I, 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 I should. I, I yeah. I did uh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't get CalArts in. Uh, here, here's the, here's the. Uh, you said churning away at the daily. Com- I also <laughs> love the daily. Com- as someone mm. who is a fan of the daily <laughs> comics grind, I liken it to meditation. Do you ever have this experience when you're doing these daily comics? Uh, I suppose so. It's uh, so. I guess I should like uh, explain the story of like how I I wound up doing the daily comics. Yeah, the daily. Yeah, because uh, you had done these characters before, but never in this daily format. When did you yeah, start doing yeah. that? Well, uh, COVID occurred, mm-hmm. and you know I used to have like a pretty darn long commute to work. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are familiar you are with the layout of New York, but I live at like the tippity top of the Bronx oh, and the uh, animation studio I work at is in Brooklyn. So I used to like, <laughs> wow. So you had to trans six train to J train or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the, the D to the F. And so like, I, I had like, uh, like an hour and a half commute both ways, like every day. Uh, and then like COVID happened and everyone started working from home. And suddenly I had like a lot of free time mm-hmm. uh, out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, I should like, start just like drawing a dumb like uh i started drawing like a picture of sonic the hedgehog every day on my twitter in like march of <laughs> yeah. 2020 who doesn't like Sonic? yeah uh and then like i started doing like a little countdown to his birthday which was like in a month mm-hmm. and, and it was like his 29th birthday of sonic the hedgehog uh and then i hit that and then like as a joke the next day i was like all right 300 and such and such days till his next birthday but then I just kept going with it, and I did like, uh, uh, like year-long countdown to his thirtieth birthday, and mm-hmm. I got like a, a bit of a like a little bit of a follow going from like 
a hundred followers to like uh like two thousand something mm-hmm. followers and mm-hmm. uh then I did that and then that anniversary hit and I was like, well, I guess I should just keep drawing Sonic. Absolutely. And I kept drawing like a countdown to the Sonic Colors Ultimate release. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then after that, I was like, "All right, I I guess I'll I'll draw every Pokemon. I'll draw a Pokemon a day." And then I kept doing that, and uh, and then like I, I guess my popularity sort of fell off, and I was like, "All right, that was fun. That was like a fun little like fifteen minutes of fame being the popular like." draw sonic a day guy sure yeah uh and i was like all right i'm just gonna like draw whatever now and mm-hmm. then like i i drew i listened to a podcast where they were discussing the old flash cartoon bonus stage and mm-hmm. that got me like sort of reminiscing about old flash cartoons and i was like oh i should like draw my old cartoon characters again mm-hmm. and i posted it and uh people really liked it and so i was like oh I, I i should just like uh keep drawing my cartoon characters and mm-hmm. and that's that's sort of how this birthed and they they became uh surprisingly popular yeah well oh. i think there's a lot of stuff i mean who knows why stuff becomes popular but in my right. in my diagnostic i think one uh there're just not a ton of there's not a ton of queer gag comics which right. i think is also uh are are you a straight guy i'm not i don't uh, know yes i i'm i'm a straight guy um, but I think, you know, that's, that's, I, uh, you have lots of fans in the lesbian, tons of fans in the lesbian and, uh, you know, queer community a- abroad, you know? Yeah. Which is, which is cool. Yeah. Do you feel like heartened to have been like, cause you know, there's always like a risk you're taking when you're depicting somebody from a group you're not a part of, you know, you yeah, don't want to do I, it I, wrong. I, I was, I was not sure if I would get in trouble or not. I don't know. I was, I was like, oh, I, I hope I don't get in trouble. Uh, and so far, I, I don't think I've gotten in trouble. Well, yeah. <laughs> you need a sidekick looking out for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She, you should add, you should add Keith John, uh, Keith John sidekick. <laughs> um, your own, your own Brienne. But, yeah. Well, I don't know. Would you be the, who would you be in the relationship? The Brienne oh, or the I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Brienne. I know for Are sure you? that I am a Brienne. I, oh, I in really, our in our podcast relationship, Stephen is the <laughs> Leslie for sure. Absolutely, it's good to know. Um, but um, yeah, I th- that's something that I do because I'll do like cartoons about uh, trans people, and it's always nice to me when they're well received by trans people, right? Because it's like I I feel like these are groups that don't have a lot of like jokes about themselves that are like right. funny usually when there's like a joke about a lesbian or a trans person it's like somebody attacking them in some right. weird veiled way and i think you know th- these are these are communities that are hungry for jokes about them that aren't that that are like treat them as humans you know right i think you know uh there uh, i don't know like there seems to be like a tendency with uh like lgbt media to like it's very like i don't know it's very I, I don't know how to phrase it's it. It's canonized. It's angels. You become angels. It's like, did you see Pose? Uh, no. Like, I loved Pose. Pose is a great show, but so much of the show is spent between you're either suffering as a queer person or you're like an angelic 
you know, God as a, it's, right. there's no in between you're where you're allowed to be just like a weird shitty person. And I think that's what people like about Leslie and Brienne is because they're, they're flawed like me. Right. They do things like me, you know, that the dirty, everybody knows dirty people who have like right. a, a, a terribly unkempt apartment, but they're made for each other. You know, that's a, it's a human humanizing traits. And right. uh, I guess, you know, like I, I, everyone deserves like uh, a good, cool stuff with, like uh, gay people should have goofy cartoons. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I think the the I think it would, how influenced are you by Love and Rockets and the Hernandez Bros? I'm not familiar. Oh, that's with, very uh, interesting well, to me because in in terms of like the the pantheon of like straight guys doing like compelling relationship based queer comics with sort of flawed characters, the Hernandez Bros are like. Where Did you say at. Love and Rockets? Love and Rockets, uh, 80s comic Love and Rockets. They're, huh. they're, uh, they, uh, they draw them like the the Goyles from uh, from Archie comics. They draw well, them like the also, Goyles from Archie comics. But uh, they have like really in-depth, compelling relationships, and they're funny, and they're human, and people like people like these comics. Lesbians really like these comics as well. Well, there's also is, you an know, 80s rock band called Love and Rockets. I'm sure, I'm sure... Uh, one of them has to do with the other. Are you sure? Maybe not. I have no idea. I shouldn't say things. But they I know one of your big influences, Keith, something that you said was like, especially the relationship uh, dynamic of uh, Leslie and Brienne is Ren and Stimpy as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I uh, mean, like, you know, the, the origin of them, I'm pretty sure, like, I was just, you know, a, a teenage boy and I wanted to, like, draw Ren and Stimpy, but with boobies, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You were 14. That's you were on new grounds. That's your thought process, and it worked. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need. But you know, they're more there. You expand the characters. You 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 fill them with your own preoccupations, which fleshes them out emotionally. You know, uh, how is the? Have you ever like? Do you feel like honor bound to care? Sometimes I feel honor bound to my characters that I create. You know. I, I don't know what that way. means. <laughs> so, do you ever feel like, like would you um, die for them? Oh, would I die for? Them? <laughs> would you die, or you've you've accidentally created a person? Like, even though it's a fictional person, somehow you have you have divined creation over them, and you want to be you want to give them a good life. I you guess know? you know I I don't want them to suffer unless <laughs> yeah. it's very funny. Yes, uh, that's true. <laughs> But they'll uh, recover because they're cartoons. Yeah, they can be, yeah, yeah, they can gutted. You know, it's fine. Exactly, they can have their face blown off and be fine in the next mm -hmm. comic. But is there like when when down the line, how would you how would you end it? Would you want to give them a happy ending in the end? Oh where they're goodness, I, I you know, I mean, I've been uh, on and off drawing them for like uh, over fifteen years. So like in my head, like I I don't want to end it. I want them to go to the grave with me. I absolutely. Just absolutely. Like, make them forever. Have you been doing the polls um, for the comics this whole time, or when did that start? No, that started like uh, like two weeks ago. I okay. was I was like, oh, I should do like a fun little choose your own adventure sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, How has that, that way, been going? Uh, it's been going okay. I've, I've been having fun with it. Uh, I think people have been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And so you can participate in this, like, choose your own adventure on your Twitter account, which I'll link to. Um, I know of one other cartoonist who's done that on Twitter, and it's the Goblin Comics guy. Do you know oh, Goblin yeah. Comics? 
Uh, that I mean that I feel like that could describe a lot of comics. <laughs> there's a lot uh, of goblins. There's a lot, a lot of goblin going on. People identify right with now. goblins nowadays. I think it's called. I think it was called Goblin Comics. But there's a. If you just search for it, there's that's yeah. You're not gonna find it. Whole based. Choose your own adventure. You draw oh. what your audience says. Right. Right. No. No. I. I think you know. Like uh, the the inspiration that everyone like pointed out as soon as I started doing it was like stuff like. MS Paint Adventures Homestuck. Mm. Homestuck. Like, yeah, Lovely Homestuck. Yeah. So I was like, Homestuck oh, I should do freaks me out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because of the uh, passionate fans? Well, also just because it feels like some arcane tome that's huge. It's like <laughs> it's like the Vivian girls or like it's like outsider art or something right. that I'm not supposed to like anyone who <laughs> glimpses it who, and understands it truly goes insane or something right. like that. <laughs> There's all those, all the characters look the same, but they have in-depth lore and people form like really intense associations with them. So it feels like, uh, it also feels like something that I would, like, I liked Undertale, but I didn't, it didn't get me in my soul like it gets to some people. Right. I I think, you know, I I wonder if that's like a a generational thing, because like, I think for like young people, they they got like super sucked into Undertale and it's like a super important thing to them. Yeah. And like I played Undertale and I, I loved it and I, it was rad, but like I kind of, you know, I played it, I enjoyed it. I, I had fun reading about all the different routes and stuff, but it didn't like have quite the impact on me as like yeah. people who've like, I guess, like d- d- gone down like a fandom rabbit hole about it. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm i like a big Sonic the Hedgehog nerd. Like, no, you know, there you go. You know, I mean, why do you so have, like, you, have you plumbed that. that depth? And why do you like Sonic so much? Oh, uh, why do I like That's a very heavy question. I that don't is know. I'd have question. to like meet with multiple therapists and have like hours of sessions to get to the bottom of that. But no, well, I, no think, I just, uh, you know, I, I grew up with Sonic and I, yeah. like uh, since like the 90s, I've been like, posting on the internet about sonic the hedgehog so <laughs> one of my earliest usernames was sonic uh, really and then and then some numbers um well for sonic uh, for is aim cool. yeah it's hard to chat. be the first sonic username yeah. anywhere oh man can you imagine <laughs> how lucky that guy is yeah uh, or you're at or you're sega and you have the at sonic you have right. the clout to you have the clout to wield around that at sonic money there's Can some I? people who just like got a, a one letter Twitter account back in mm-hmm. 2007 and have made a career because they got that, you know. I'm so frustrated. Yeah. I made my Twitter account in like I think like 2009, I think, and I feel yeah. like I, I could have probably gotten like Keith. And I, <laughs> I I I I kick myself for like not going for that and going for like my full name instead. Well, there you go. You can all, all of these regrets, all yeah. of these regrets I have about my Twitter. <laughs> my old Twitter handle was Jack Dump, but somebody had sat on that for a while. Ah. Uh, and then I got banned for making fun of uh, making fun of a Turkish guy. Yeah. It was. Uh, but then then new life was formed. New life <laughs> yeah. was brought. You took in. the Twitter account I made. You made it, yes. And you blew it up, so now I can't even use it anymore. Yeah, you can use it. You can say stuff. <laughs> You say stuff on Can it. Can I um, use it? <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, I'll oh, give you the. I'll you. send you the password. <laughs> it's really easy. It's. I think it's like I love cum. It's um, I love cum. Yeah, it's, that's the password to all of our stuff. Um, <laughs> so earlier, so something that I wanted to talk to you about because I've been mulling over recently is you talked about 
Ren and Stimpy is like a big influence. And for yeah. me too, that shit is immensely foundational because I was watching it when I was too young to be watching it. I was like three or four when I was right. watching Ren Same and Stimpy. Here. Yeah. I mean, that that's like the whole reason I like got interested in cartoons and animation is, is because just being little and being mm -hmm. obsessed with Ren and Stimpy. But also, like, when you get a little older and you learn about animation and learn about, like, the Spoonco style and think, how about, oh, no model sheets? This is cool. Right. That's why everything looks so fucking weird all the time. And that's why it took, like, 80 years to animate each episode. Right. Um, but then you get a little older and then you find out, oh, John Crick Falusi is one of the worst people on oh, Earth. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um. I mean, uh, I, I, so I suppose the question is, like, when you found that out, did you have trouble reconciling it or were you fucked up about it? Or was uh, like... I mean, that uh, I mean, that's uh, I think it's been said a lot. It's been like kind of an open secret for a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. That, yeah. he's, you know, been like that. I mean, I recall, you know, he used to have a blog where he would like give advice and stuff. And, uh, you know, the. The, the woman he abused, you know, mm -hmm. she like worked with him and stuff. And I recall like back in the day, like, uh, like on the something awful forum, everyone sort of like realized how like messed up the situation was. And mm -hmm. like, so it didn't like hit me like a ton of bricks necessarily that he was like, like, I, I feel like it's been pretty well known that. He, so it was a, a gradual you were acclimatized to the idea that this guy I is guess a, that, is that a makes it sound freak. like I'm OK with it. No, it's I, not that you're OK with it, but just that record, it was I like think it's, it's bad to yeah. do what he did. Uh, I mean, But I think also like Ren and Stimpy, too, is not just the work of John Crick Falusi. Oh, no, uh, no, it is the work of uh, Bob Camp and uh, right. And right. Ray you know, every and, you know, like big uh, production is like a big collaborative effort. Yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah, all that yeah. production music that made it so good oh, that was yeah, invented yeah. by British dudes in the 60s. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I think is, did you ever go on to see Ren and Stimpy adult party cartoon? Uh, yeah, I, I watched it as it aired, you know. Yeah, because um, I always thought, wow, if this is John John Kay's unvarnished vision, this is more like I can see why this guy is like a dirtbag now. Right, you know? right. Yeah, you definitely see more of like him specifically through that. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely not as good as, you know, classic Ren and Stimpy, but also mm -hmm. like kind of just fascinating to watch in a oh way. yeah because it's pure id this guy was given six yeah. episodes of like here do do like the worst thing your brain has to offer. it's so violent and mean it, and, it's very mean-spirited yeah like, uh, uncomfortably mean-spirited uh yeah 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 ren and stimpy we also got did you, uh, we got the ripping friends up here in canada uh, yeah, we got that on uh, Fox Kids down here, and yeah. I never got to watch it because it was on Saturdays, and I had to go to, like, uh, Catholic school on Saturdays, so I missed, like, a lot of... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh that sucks. Yeah. Oh, man, really? Missed out on the tunes. You you missed out on the tunes. Did you have to go to, like, school on the weekends? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I you know, I stopped doing that pretty early on because I just, I, I kept complaining about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, no, no like, fun. I always have like i'd have to like tape pokemon on saturdays it was a it was a nightmare <sighs> Real, whole fucking bullshit really did not sell catholicism on me i gotta mm. say mm -hmm. really 
Yeah. Really Jesus would want me to watch Pokemon as yeah. it was airing. Exactly. He did not die for this. You know, if he died for anything, <laughs> it's for the kids to watch Pokemon on Saturday. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's funny you bring up, uh, like, uh, John Kay being a horrible human. Because, like, the other, like, super big influence is uh, Schmorky. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you know, Schmorky, <laughs> but incredible. Here's the thing about Schmorky. I can't believe the hype on Schmorky because, like, all of that information was proffered out by Lotex. Right, right. Yeah, like, you know, it's Lotex and Kiwi Farms are, like, the two like, yeah, so sources it's like, of that information. Yeah, so it's like, I, I don't, don't know. know. Like, I'm not. I'm what, not they're a diaper like... fetishist? They're a baby fur? Is that the whole thing about Schmorky? No, I think, like, there were grooming accusations. Oh, okay. There were grooming and that's accusations. Like the, the big thing that. That caused the whole schmorky fallout. Ah, well, that sucks. Fucking schmorky. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, again, no, that like, stuff is so influential. I mean, as an animator, stuff. like schmorky was like right, just you like would an admire the technical skill. Yeah. Things online, yeah, yeah schmorky, uh, wild stuff. They, they 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 animated everything with a mouse, which is <laughs> mind blowing. <laughs> what? That's insane. How? Yeah, yeah. They, and it like, looked that good. Yeah, they they uh, they they like learn from like using M like Mario Paint is when they got their start like animating things and they just transitioned that into like uh, flash animations and and so that's like mind blowing and just yeah. like in the spirit of like posting something every day they would just they were just constantly posting like comics and animations and mm -hmm. and, and stuff and and that's like you know like probably like uh, the biggest influence or inspiration to like just churn things out and shit them onto the internet really absolutely yeah that process um that but it's you know it, it's a uh, sort of diaristic in a way that's what the flash tub was is like talk about a glimpse into a person's subconscious right I don't know what that word means, diarrhistic, but uh, it di like, like a diarrhea. diarrhea. It's diarrhea. Oh, okay. it, and it is diarrhea-like. It's, <laughs> it's both, diarrhea. in both senses of the terms. It is you're doing your brain diarrhea. Because, like, I'll do bad comics. You know, you right. ever have, like, a comic you put in your are like, that was that was a bad one, but I put it out anyway. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, yeah, if I you just you just checked which ones I don't like of Alex's. <laughs> Those, <laughs> Those are the bad ones. ones. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm also like, uh, I'm never sure like what is good and funny and what isn't. And mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, oh, this one sucks, but I'll I'll post it. Uh, and then it, it's successful. And mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, oh, this, this, this is uh, a masterpiece. And like no one but me likes it. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Sometimes you do one for one for them and one for I mean, because then you develop a weird psychosis too, where it's like, well, this is only popular because the braying masses love it, and then <laughs> it's so it must be inferior, and so the you know you get into that thing where you can't win, um, right. which is why you just shouldn't judge shit by internet numbers. You should judge right, it by right. your own, you know. Yeah, I definitely. I, I try to make it like I, I try to entertain myself above all, and just like try to think of things I, I would find interesting or fun to draw or that make me laugh, which is often mm -hmm. like just hyper obscure either video game or internet references mm -hmm. that very few people get or like. References to die tech commercials from the early 2000s, things like that. 
Uh, can I tell you what my favorite uh, uh, Leslie and Brienne comic is? Yeah, yeah. Just the one where Leslie's eating a sandwich angrily. Oh. <laughs> I, I relate to that deeply on so many levels. That's just, I love the the drawings and that's it's such a good expressions on her and that. It's a, I love that Thank one. You. Yeah. Um, I think there's a, uh, speaking of problematic influences, you uh, also mentioned Earthworm Jim earlier. Right, Which right. I love. Doug Tenapal is an amazing comic artist. Uh, he is. And also a crazy ass, <laughs> he is crazy very, ass dude. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I mean, he's an amazing illustrator and and f- funny and but also like just and imaginative. like super, yeah. <laughs> super hyper Christian, like to absurd degrees like nut job guy (laughs) uh but uh, amazingly talented like yes another in the the trifecta of (laughs) problematic influences yeah 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 the the Uh, john k schmorky doug tenable like that's probably my like holy trinity of like (laughs) uh like uh amazingly influential and inspiring but also very very problematic influences oh i was thinking the other day about how much i loved werner herzog right and it's like right yeah he killed a bunch of guys <laughs> due to negligence he killed a bunch of guys at the Fitzcarraldus. in the name of art bunch, okay you know burden of dreams <laughs> the burden of dreams you gotta kill some guys to make a boat movie okay we're making a boat movie yeah um so you know i it's weird the dance you do in your head. I mean, you can't, it's, it is easy to separate the art from the artist to some degree. I think it's harder with like people like comedians where so much of it is like not collaborative and it's just them, you know, I think that's why people have very strong reactions when like a comedian specifically is found out to do some horrible shit. Right. Like you're reading the shit about Chris Delia that's coming (laughs) recently. Oh my God. There's new stuff. Uh, yeah, well, there's just new screenshots of him saying these in- these incredibly long, specific, like fucked up text messages to a sex worker, and it's like if you if you love depraved shit that you shouldn't be reading, you should absolutely read this. this oh, a ringing shit. endorsement. Yeah. A ringing. I think endorsement. I know what we're gonna read on our bonus the, episode. A bonus episode. We're doing. We're reading these Chris Delia texts, and I'll do my flawless Chris Delia. Everybody's gonna want to tune into our bonus episode. Yeah. It's gonna be explicit. Yeah, you should, should give them money so you can yeah. listen to it. Exactly. <laughs> That's to it. We got the Patreon. Keith Stack endorsement. Keith Stack uh, yeah, endorsement. I, I, I hate to say I don't know who Chris Delia is. Uh, he's a, he's a terrible comedian. Who oh, was okay. what? But was really funny about him is that are you aware of that show? You no. There's a there's a uh, Netflix show you it's about a boyfriend who's also a serial killer. But okay. on the show he plays a comedian who grooms and sexually assaults young women. Right. And then he did it in real life. <laughs> and the comedian is called Henderson. It's <laughs> they're always calling him Henderson and the shit. You, I recommend you as well. It's pure okay. trash. It's fucking garbage and I love it. I love it. Should check it out. Yeah. It gets that's the House of Decline seal of approval on you. We love Penn Badgley over here. We love uh, Victoria Padretti over here. Uh, I'm I'm in the, I speak for Stephen on this. Stephen, how do also you know all you. of the names? Always. <laughs> I love just, naming actors. That's I all. That's most of my brain. Like is, I don't is remember. Acronyms. I don't even remember 
lines from movies. I kind of sort of remember a blur. And I'm like, yeah, I think I watched that movie. I think I watched something called The Boys. I was probably on my phone the whole time. I don't. I couldn't well, The tell Boys you. is very blurry. It's some very blurry media that you won't remember all of. I just finished uh, season three last night. How'd you like it? I mean, they did the, they did the the reset thing again, where now it's gonna just like go back to. Um, I think uh, someone on the Discord was saying that it's just every season they just like go back to square one. Yeah, status quo. Yep, that's cool. I'm done um, with that. I like that. The boys, the fucking boys. boys. I Man, have not the, watched the boys. It's the boys good. is good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I, I I have like a, a very terrible attention span, so I have trouble like watching you know serialized tv yeah. shows and oh. and movies that are long so it's, it's funny very, to be in each episode is very long so yeah you'll have a problem with that i think it's funny to be an animator with a short attention span right uh, well i mean what when you're animating you're like doing something I, yeah you're I, in the I, flow I, i'm like a weirdo because like i i feel like insane for saying this but like you know like i watching a movie is like kind of a crazy concept to me you just like you just sit motionless and like stare at a thing for like two hours. It. I'm I'm constantly pausing it and doing something else and then coming back. <laughs> I, I guess we Seriously. are. Uh, this is the <laughs> this is classic ADHD symptoms. I, I are, guess really? so. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I have, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I, it takes me a day to watch something. Uh, I think that, I mean, most filmmakers would talk about, like, you hear David Lynch talk about movies, and he's like, you get in, you're, you're given a window into somebody's dream, you know, <laughs> and, and when you're in it, and you're in a darkened theater, you're in someone's dream, you know, and I think, you know, when I get, there's, there's not a lot, I saw Nope recently, and I got, I got some pretty in the theater and I got some pretty good feelings from that movie. I got that dreamlike feeling that you're supposed to get when you devote your attention. I, I mean, think, I think that's what's good about theater spaces, like versus when you're watching a movie at home. Right, right. Um, I also but, saw Nope. How, you, how did you like Nope? Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I, you know, I'm not I'm not smart enough to understand like themes in movies or sure. <laughs> read into movies or anything like that. But I, I enjoyed it. I. I wish it was scarier, I guess. It's my dumb guy take, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not a scary movie. It's not like I, it's, yeah, I wasn't fearful for the characters at any moment in the movie because sort of the, the spoilers for Nope going in. Ooh, big, this is, this is a big, we got to make a big spoiler. Big spoilers warning. Spoilers for Nope. (laughs) Spoilers for Nope. Um. But yeah, I do love the creature design. I love the fucking monster design. I thought it was right. cool that it's a big eye. It's a big camera eye. And that when it, it it's like eating you, it's taking your picture and it it's like wings flare oh, out. Oh, that like makes a, sense. Yeah. That yeah. adds wow. up. Yeah, well, I the enemy seen is it cameras. Totally spoiled oh. for me. You just <laughs> totally spoiled. Did you not see it? No, not yet. I can't. Oh, uh, no. Didn't see oh, sorry. it. So, um. <laughs> Well, dear, you know, it's like your old co-host owes me a. Sp- what do you owe someone when you spoil something for them? Uh, unspoiled food. <laughs> I get to spoil something for you. Okay, that's that's fine. Okay, What's but I don't care movie? about spoilers because What's... I'm self-diagnosed neurodivergent, so it's like it's fine. I don't care about spoilers. Well, yeah, I am too, but <laughs> I was hoping to use this as like a you know I can I can get one over on you. Yeah, collateral. Um, Leverage. That's what you yes. need. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Keith, back to cartoons. Back to sure, back cartoons. to cartoons. Um, 
I was. I like uh, cartoons. Have you got? Have you gotten to in any heat for a comic? Do you have any uh, situations where you got heat for a comic? Uh, I, uh, you know, I've, I've definitely gotten like, yeah, I, I've I've made comics where people will get very upset <laughs> at the comic. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know if I've I've gotten in heat. Uh, like it's it hasn't affected me outside of, of people getting very angry in the comments to the comic. Uh, like about is it about like granular uh, like gaming stuff or is it about like bigger stuff? Oh, uh, it, it's funny because like those are the two things that anger people. Yeah. Like you either like <laughs> that's either a, abortion or right, like right. Dark Souls Two. That's you either it. <laughs> like uh, give an opinion about a video game or like an opinion about large societal issues. Yeah, and both like get sort of like an equal angry reaction. Uh, mm-hmm. No, like I, I, you know, uh, when when that letter leaked about like the Roe v. Wade being overturned, you know, yeah. I made a comic which was like, oh, how would like Leslie and Brianne react to this? Yeah, of course, and yeah. like I, I had them like saying like property can always be replaced cheerfully. As, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's, like, that's uh, yeah, and and people got very angry at that, uh, and I guess that's as much heat as I've gotten. Like people. Very angrily being like, I'd like to see your house and car. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You should get uh, vandalized by these cartoon lesbians coming to your house. How would you like it if cartoon yeah. lesbians came to your house, started exactly. fucking up your lawn, started doing donuts in your lawn? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> People were mad. People would get so mad when, when like a Wendy's has a brick thrown through it. They're like, no, <laughs> the Wendy's. Um, I guess people also don't like the idea of you congregating on the Supreme Court justices' lawns, even though yeah, that's, that seems cool to me. <laughs> I thought that seems pretty cool. Here's a guy who has a lot of power and does something bad, and let's make his life hell. Right. You know f- what I found yeah. out you can do? What um, can you do? That's a thing. That's a prank. Uh, you can play. Um, I, uh, I sprinkled too much fox urine crystals. <laughs> On my uh, driveway. Again to, with the fox urine. <laughs> to deter the chipmunks. And I sprinkled too much. <laughs> they should have Leslie and Brienne talking about fox urine crystals. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I stunk up the whole neighborhood. <laughs> the entire neighborhood smelled horrible. People were walking by. I saw in my... I was peering out the window, peering behind the blinds. Uh... People were walking by holding their nose. That's cool. <laughs> it was amazing. And uh, yesterday, my wife made me hose off the driveway, unfortunately, and it doesn't smell so bad around here anymore. Oh, no, no. So, but, so even if we were to put fox urine crystals on Brett Kavanaugh's driveway, you could do it. You could okay. do. You could put a lot, and if it wasn't going to rain for a while, he would have a stinky, a stinky front lawn. <laughs> And it's legal. <laughs> totally by my legal fox. Oh, I'm sorry, cops. Are you are you are you trying to confiscate my legal jar of fox urine pellets? I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I thought this was about the Constitution. <laughs> yeah, it's legal. You can't do anything about it. Yeah, you can't do anything about it. Um, it'd be funny if they tried to say it was like crack or something. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I mean, that is like, I get why it, it's funny when people are mad and you can dismiss it. Have you ever gotten like a criticism where you were like, oh, that one's a good criticism. Oh, I feel bad now. 
Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, you know, I work, I've, I've worked in animation for like a decade. So like yeah. I'm, I'm used to like notes and criticism. So I, I don't think anything hits me too, too hard, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to like hurt anyone, you know, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not trying to offend or hurt anyone. So I guess like if anyone was ever like, oh man, that's not cool. I'd be, I'd be bummed about that. Like I would, mm-hmm. I would, I, I feel like, uh, I, I get the sense that for both me and you and like, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I, I you know, I'm, I like very vulgar edgelordy humor Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to hurt or offend anybody. Yeah, it's it's a hard sense. balance to make. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. It's like, I but I think you know you can make a space for that. There is a right. there you I, can I'm carve hoping, your own yeah. thing out. Right. Yeah. Like I, I like I, I laugh at at very like uh, indefensibly shitty things. Oh, yeah. But also I, I never want to like hurt anyone. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, if, if that, that makes sense. Then. No, I think, but I think that comes across in the comic, and I think that's why Leslie and Brienne have been so well received because there's no, there's no like weird rage behind them, and right. like it, it's like you can usually tell, and also like you're not yet you you are using them as a mouthpiece for you, kind of, but kind they, of well, I, well like uh, sometimes like like a wrestler, sometimes I'll find myself angry about some discourse online. And then, like, I guess, exaggerate my anger sometimes mm. and then, like, use that as, like, a mouthpiece. mouthpiece, yeah. Just, like, a, a super hyperbolic, over-the-top version of what I'm thinking. Because uh, it's fun to be, like, over-the-top and hyperbolic. And oh, yeah. it's funny. Uh, that's why, like, you know, uh, absurdist, like, political cartoons like Yolo Swag Dog does. That's why yeah, those yeah. are, like... Very well, if you, if you have a sort of simmering rage, you can also uh, attract a fan base like the the Mom Life comics that have been uh, going around. <laughs> mom Life, I love Mom Life. I also Leave love her mom alone. Two hundred and nineteen thousand Instagram followers. Two, that's insane. <laughs> um, I I the, those comics are so fucking funny. I I mean. Because I I said I welcome the return of I hate my spouse humor, but I really mean that. Like, there's a line in Thirty Rock where a- Alec Baldwin is asking Kenneth Parcel, "What do you find funny, Kenneth?" And he says, "Oh, the usual, I suppose. Two hobos eating a bean, women, airline pilots, and I, that is my sense of humor. I like I like these really like corny jokes from like the '30s and shit like that." That like that hits my noodle in a right way. I forget where I was going with that point. I just wanted to relate that that well, added. I think uh, that Mom Life Comics should start leaning in and going like a little Rodney Dangerfield on the <laughs> get no respect, but like, get no respect for my husband just, at all. Just like say like the like the husband is like accidentally cutting his arm off all the time or something. <laughs> He's like just doing more and more insanely stupid things. Yeah, I yeah I like dumb husband comics. I think it's fine. I think it's. Not taking, he's not taking responsibility for child rearing, which but, is. Um, I I find the mom life comics interesting because I have we've done a gender role reversal in my household. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so I'm a stay at home dad. So I find these comics supremely offensive. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> you're your child rearing man. Yeah, you're like this is not representative of me. Yeah, not all dads are like that. Okay. Yeah, not all dads. Okay. <laughs> Where's the dad life coming about complaining about your horrible wife? Yeah, I can't. I could never because Have my wife's an angel. The what? Um, <laughs> yeah, you've been she's leaving the peaches on the counter. We, we generally, our dynamic is we both leave the fruit to rot, and then we have to clean up all this rotted fruit. And we're like, fuck, we didn't eat the fucking fruit. <laughs> See, I want to talk. Uh, where's this comic? You know, where's this mom life comic about, you know, inattention to various uh, uh, fruits and vegetables? It's hard. Those, th- them shits go bad. <laughs> they do go bad. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I that yeah that shit. I mean, talk about or like yeah. So comics don't work when they have that simmering rage behind. Like you know the the George Alexandropoulos or G Prime. You know that guy. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Uh, it's not ringing a bell off the top of my head. He's the right wing guy that does like the big eyed children being traumatized by critical race theory, oh, and like. I- he shows himself openly molesting women a lot or a big ass. <laughs> he draws a lot of big ass AOC comics. Doesn't uh, I know Ben Garrison will draw yeah. like a big ass AOC. He, uh, he, he <laughs> is known to draw a big ass AOC. You know, they love her. They love her so much, um, which is, you know, fine, because on the left, they have Abby Shapiro as their problematic, <laughs> you know, as big titty Abby Shapiro as their problematic fave. So. Shouldn't say problematic, Faith. That's old hat now. Shouldn't say old. I say old hat a lot. I like that phrase. <laughs> um, Will old hat, the phrase old hat, ever be old hat? I don't know. I don't think so. It will never be. It will always be renewed for new like, generations. Like maybe it gets confusing when you talk about style, you know, because if you're like, oh, baggy pants, that's old hat. It's, you know, the meaning of words start to break down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this new hat, that's old hat. <laughs> Yeah. So fucking dumb. Um, uh, uh, so another thing, like, what do you do? How do you motivate yourself when you're not feeling creative or you're feeling sad and oh. you're like trying to do a funny comic and you're like feeling fucked up? Will you just go with that feeling? Uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I'll like, uh, you know, I've been drawing like a daily like Twitter drawing like since March 2020. So it's like I, 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 I got to draw something, right? You mm-hmm. know? So, you know, I just, just, even when I'm like, not necessarily in the mood to draw something, you know, I've, I'm, I've made like a pretty good habit of like drawing anyway, you know? Yeah. I guess, you know, that's, you know, working, do like doing a job, like in animation, you know, like I draw every day at work. And so mm-hmm. I've got that in me to, to just, just make something. Keith, Absolutely. I have a question that I think some fans might be interested in. Um, sure. What uh, kind of tools or equipment do you use to draw? Oh, uh, so so for the the Twitter comics, you know, it's it's Microsoft Paint. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah! You know, yeah! Uh, just because it, it's very easy to turn something out in it, you know, you yeah. open it up and you draw and you post it. Uh, and then for animations, like uh, it's it's Flash. It's you know, which is called <laughs> Still like Flash. Adobe Are you using a tablet nowadays. when you use Paint? Yeah, I, yeah, I've got uh, one of those fancy big uh, Cintiq monitor tablets Ooh. I do all my drawing on. There you go. Cool. And there then, you, you know, go. I'll use, like, I, if I'm doing animation, sometimes I'll use, like, After Effects or Premiere and stuff to put things together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what what is uh so your your animation your 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 who are your big animation influences besides you know the problematic guys besides John <laughs> Kay and, and John Tenaple? Uh, I don't know, like uh, everything I grew up watching, I guess, and like I guess all the people I uh, amazing talented people I've like worked with and have taught me everything I know about animation. But I mean, like I guess you know again, Ren and Stimpy is like the big. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest big one. influence yeah. I said that's always like like I guess I'm striving for mm-hmm. I guess in my head like early Ren and Stimpy is like the pinnacle of of cartoons absolutely because it's a different pose every second the music works so well right. it fucking it didn't invent that thing where you have a really hyper detailed frame that goes right now no, like but it perfected that gag and I love that gag it hits every time they do it in Spongebob a lot Right. It hits every time the, for the me. The gross-up. Yeah, the gross-up. Exactly. Exactly. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's that's the term I've always heard used for it. I didn't know that. It's very whimsical. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, here's a question for animators. Tex Avery, Bob Clampett, or Chuck Jones? If you have to have to choose one, oh, who is uh, your... I, I guess, you know, I, I guess uh, almost the tie between Tex Avery and Bob Clampett, but I, I guess I would lean towards Tex Avery... Just because ah, I find him the funniest. Ah, yeah. Very cool. Because I, I, Tex Avery, I'm, I'm a Chuck Jones guy because I'm a cutesy right. guy. I love right. cutesy shit. And Chuck Jones had the cutesiest shit out of all of them. But right. I also love his character designs. But I feel like Bob Clampett is like, when I think of Bob Clampett, I think of like an illustrator like, uh, uh, who does Swan Boy? Who's the uh, name Branson of the guy? Branson Reese? Yeah, Branson Reese. He has yeah. a very Clampett-esque, you know, I think zany. Right. Whereas, like, um, but, yeah, I think Avery, like, he is the preternatural edgelord, you know? He is the right. edgelord. He, he is uh, he's doing all this risque shit, and it's, like, right. charged and, like, sexual and weird, and, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, I love Tex Avery. I mean, they're all brilliant, but I think everyone in animation has one which they hew closer to, you know? Right, right. I think I was inspired also. There's, like, a, a Tex Avery interview where he was, like, pretty, like, open that, like, oh, I'm, like... I'm nowhere near as good an animator as like my fellow animators. So I tried to just be like over the top to con con compensate for it, which yeah. is, you know, which is a, a, a nice relieving thing to hear someone just like be open about like not being the best at their craft. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I've learned with my comics. You know, you don't need a ton of technical ability if you can, somehow carve out something that's at least i like to think a little idiosyncratic you know right uh if you manage to do that you know who cares if you can't draw you only have to draw something to get the idea across and that's enough you know um you don't have to you don't have to be fucking titian over here you don't got to be goddamn you know dolly or whatever um the the ai cartoons not yes, the AI. That's who I mean when I say Dolly. That is the first thing I mean. Uh, the beautiful painter. I tried to have put to... some cart make have Dolly make some cartoons. It didn't work so well. Didn't you try to make make? Have you have you been tempted to put Leslie and Brienne into Dolly and see if the, what their Leslie uh, and Brienne? I, I, I have like typed that in. I don't think they're popular enough for the, uh. them to grab images of them. But you know, I've I've put in like descriptions of them and gotten like weird, goofy images out of it. Uh, here's another thing about Leslie and Brie. Your your webcomic by far has the most fan art I see of it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, I, that's that's like super cool. Like yeah. I, I I love it so much. It's 
Oh, it's so it's, flattering. Like whenever I get fan art, it's like, but like, and, but people like have intent. It seems like have developed intense emotional relationships yeah, with these which characters, is, which is also intimidating. And scary. <laughs> yeah. There's some amazing, there's some amazing fan art. Like, yeah. I was but like beautiful, like you know when you're looking at a piece of hentai that's beautiful, and it's like <laughs> ah damn, there's a lot of that for your characters, and it's like yeah. that's so fucking flattering, that's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Like I, you know, I I, I have to like not think too hard about it. Like it's one of those things where like the the amount of, of followers and likes on the Twitter, I, I have to like just not think about it, or I think I'd just go insane. Yeah, like egomaniacal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I liken it to is uh, in Lord of the Rings when Galadriel has, like, uh, been tempted by the ring. Because I think of that right. shit every day, you know. It's, oh, I get a lot of likes. I want to be a queen. And you be. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to tamp that shit down. Um, but, yeah, it's also, like, there there becomes a corollary fear to, like, you're going to do wrong by this, this fan base you've yeah, now cultivated. Yeah, That's, just... like... Like, what if you take Leslie and Brian in a way they don't like? You know, right, what's going to happen right. then? But I don't think that's that's not going to happen because I, I think I don't know. Like, I, I that is a fear. Like, one day I'm going to like make a comic and people are going to be like, "That's not how that character would react to that situation," and everyone's going to turn on me and just, <laughs> just not gonna they're going to like they're going to they're, they're going to destroy all my prop. They're going to team up with the people who want to destroy my property. And- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the this this team of rioters and Leslie and Brienne <laughs> costumes come to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think uh, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen because I think what you were alluding to, you say you don't want to hurt anybody. I think that fundamental like gentleness of spirit comes through in the comics as well, which I, I think so. is important to have. Yeah. Um, there is a weird wholesomeness. Do you find there is a weird wholesomeness to the comics? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a comic about love. It's about uh, t- uh, re- a loving relationship between two people. So, like, I think it's inherently wholesome to that extent. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I'm making a comic every day, and sometimes you feel like being a little little troublemaker, edge lord jokester mm-hmm. and sometimes you just want to like be a little cutie and draw something yeah, cute. Yeah, you know? I'm so, a little cutie sometimes. Yeah. That's how I, that's exactly how I feel. Sometimes I am feeling uh, vulnerable and emotional right. and we'll show you. I cuz I it's hard to know when to do that cuz you're afraid of like making a loss style comic where there's like <laughs> right. a, a tonal shift and it's like people react to it poorly but um the problem with loss is that it was just executed very very <laughs> I mean, it's so, to me, that's like the, I admire that comic so fucking much. Oh, me too. Because it's like the funniest joke, just 15 years of just innocuous gaming comics of just like nothing but the most staid basic jokes about gaming. And then bam! It really is the greatest punchline. It's really. Yeah. It's 15 years of setup right. to this fucking horrifying mis- depiction of a miscarriage. I'm I'm still laughing at it. I hope I I, I make a loss. Yeah. Comic one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would be honored to like uh, to make something like that that has that sort of lasting power and recognizability and is yeah. that funny that long afterwards. I can only dream of of making something as good as Loss. Oh, to the point where one of my most popular comics is them discovering the rune. You know the rune they made that is Lost, right, where right. it's uh, <laughs> and. And, um, yeah, people people know it just from the vague positions of the right. characters. It is 
totally ingrained itself because it is um I yeah, I think I think represent also just wholly representative of part of internet culture, which is that tonal whiplash. Right, right. Um yeah, it is the best example of that. You know, I, I think we we've we've talked over over Messenger before about like the uh like the the defying expectation by like doing something very super gross and weird and mm-hmm. offensive and then like the whiplash of doing something super wholesome mm-hmm. like right afterwards and like going back and forth like leaving that like uh lack of expectation that you yeah know, you don't do. know what you're getting yeah <laughs> you, yeah. you could be any laugh is like a box of chocolates you know exactly in that sense of the word um but i also think because you know that's life as well that's what i liked about yeah where I got that idea or where I pick up that major influence is from David Lynch, where it's like in Twin Peaks, you'll have the worst thing you've ever seen. And then this heartbreaking scene where it's Norma and Ed and, right. you know, and this, uh, this like lovely little romance as well. So I like that idea of like, you don't get the good without the bad. You got to mix right. it up. You got to show like, like stupid or mean or horrible shit sometimes. And then, you know, balance it out with moments of joy. I right. think when it's just, I mean, that's the thing about the mom life comics is that it's um, it's just it would be better if it seemed to be balanced out by more moments of like oh, a funny thing happened or a joyful thing happened. Maybe, but right. it's all I, just... I don't think anyone would like have the outrage if afterwards it was like, oh, but I love him and yeah. he, he makes my life great. But I mean, that's the humor of the comics. It's just yeah, it's yeah. the fucking worst. <laughs> Marriage is the fucking worst. I hate it. Fuck this shit. <laughs> It's like everybody loves Raymond, you know. Right. Have you ever watched Raymond? Did you ever watch Raymond? I've, I've watched a lot of Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny about Raymond to me is that in a lot of sitcoms, like of that era where it's like a uh, nagging wife, dumb guy, right. like Yes Dear or King of Queens, it will be obvious that like the lady is better than the guy. Right. It will be like, but in, in Raymond, <laughs> she's terrible. She's <laughs> not good. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is more balanced in that show than I. I don't know. Maybe that's just my interpretation. I'm sure this is the take that will get my, my <laughs> heat. But yeah, uh, she's the, and you know the problem with that is the writing too. They never gave her anything funny to do. She was just always the 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 straight woman in right. the show, uh, Deborah. That she was just always angry. She's just consistently <laughs> angry. Um. And then you find out what like Patricia is Patricia Heaton that the actress who played Deborah. Uh, I, I'm the wrong guy to ask. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. I, it is. I would know, Alex. <laughs> I on. don't know, uh, but it, she, I I remember seeing she's a big Christian as well. Okay, and so I think for, the wife on uh, King of Queens is also like she was Scientology pretty, Leah okay. Remini, but she got out of Scientology okay. and now she's anti Scientologist. Gotcha. And she's cool. She's cool now. Oh, okay. That's good. Her Rogan interview was fun. Uh, I don't know. But I mean, I listen to Rogan because it's like, got to have your finger on the pulse of America. You know. You listen right. to Rogan? Yeah, okay. I'll, if he has an interesting guy on, well, I think is, it's this very... This is the episode that gets you canceled. For sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't approve of Rogan, but I think it's like, if you want to know what, like, a million dumb guys are thinking right now. He's like a very good, he's a very you, good barometer. Why would you want to know that? I mean, okay. You know the episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Hal gets the muscle men, the team of muscle men behind <laughs> yeah. him? You want that? I want that. I want, <laughs> I want that. <laughs> and I feel like listening to Rogan will be a good way of, you know, yeah. acclimatizing myself to, you know, muscle man mindset. 
I feel that that need too to also just like sort of see like all the viewpoint, all the like uh the, the, like with internet communities especially mm-hmm. just like to like take a peek into like what like the worst of the worst take mm-hmm. on like every big thing is. Like I, I find that like pretty fascinating to well yeah to check out. The lol cow, the lol cow phenomena, but it's not, you're not doing lol cows like Kiwi Farms where you're investigating and trying to hurt somebody. No, you're just, no, no, like, but I am like, uh, like, uh, if there's a big news story and like, you know, like, I, I, I guess like pretty, like I'm a pretty lefty guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, and, but you know, you know, I'll, I'll read the Twitter and everyone on my Twitter and like, uh, everyone's take on a thing. And I'm, I'm always like, oh, what? What is like 4chan polls take on this? And I'll look <laughs> yeah, that. gotta have polls. Set. What's their fresh take? And so you know, I, I also like you know, I'll listen to, to the the chapos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, but then you know, I'm also like, oh, what's like the 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 like shitty alt right podcast yeah. take what's on the situation? What's Dan Bongino saying? What's Nick Fuentes saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That a lot of people have a morbid fascination with Nick Fuentes. I've real. He's a subject of uh, <laughs> right wing fixate of people Bongino, who are fixated huh? on right-wing. Dan Bongino. <laughs> You know about Dan Bongino? I yeah. don't. Is it Bongino? It's yeah. It's not. It's, it's not Bongino. <laughs> it's either it's either a hard G or a or a E. No, the yeah, Bongino. But, uh, mm-hmm. Either way, his name is funny. I like Bongino because it sounds like it's Italian for good vagina. Hey, it's Bongino. I'm very very stupid. Um, um, yeah, it's like a gender swap Bon Jovi. There you go. There you go. I think that would be hot. I think that would be that would actually be super fucking hot because Bon Jovi is very hot. So um, and it's very good music. It's excellent music. We're big Bon Jovi fans here. And has yeah. Decline. Yeah. yeah, he's got a fun guitar player. Um, what was the guitar player's name? Richie Sambora. I share a birthday with him. Yeah. Well, but you always have to refer to him as Bon as um, Bon Jovi's Richie S- Sambora. Bon Jovi's um, Richie Sambora. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He, he belongs to Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he is a squire. Of, he is Bon Jovi's squire. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be a squire to the Haim sisters. Um. Cool. Yeah, they made a movie about that. Oh, yeah, they did, actually. <laughs> they, made a, they made a whole movie about being a squad. They made a movie about, sister. like, a guy a lot like you wanting to do that very thing. Uh, um, I recognize, because I also wish Philip Seymour Hoffman was my dad. <laughs> but then he would be dead. So I guess I'd be sad. Uh, <laughs> do you think he's sad? Do you think that kid is sad? Yeah, I think he's a little sad. I'd be, be sad, sad if my, my cool dad died. Yeah, I bet he's pretty sad. He didn't seem sad in the movie, but I guess yeah, that's I was say he was hooking. He was the squire to Haim. Yeah, you know, I can't be sad when you're macking with hot yeah. Jewesses. Um, that's <laughs> they're fucking. I love Haim. I think they're great. I think I I love whenever like Jewish women, you know, get get seen as being attractive. I think that or when Jewish men. That's why I love Azalea Banks because <laughs> she loves Jewish men. She sees the beauty in Jewish men. <laughs> That's so cool. That is cool. <laughs> um, Keith, yes, it's time. It's time to plug some stuff. What do you have to plug? Uh, sure, you should go to the House of Decline Patreon and oh, give them thank money. You. Uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I I have a Twitter. It's uh, at Keith John Stack. Uh, the E comes before the I in Keith. 
which trips some people up because they're used to the <laughs> I before E rule. Yeah. Uh, and I post uh, daily comics on there. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell well, yeah. I, I'm going to link to that in the description of the podcast. So Thank you. If you don't want to type it out, if your fingers are tired, um, you can go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's gonna wrap it up, uh, Alex. You got final thoughts? Final, final um, words? My all my only final thoughts is Keith. I'm so glad you came on the show. Uh, oh, I me love too. your comics. Oh, I think they're you. absolutely brilliant. Comics. Oh, thank you so much. Um, and we hope to see uh, Leslie and Brienne into infinity. You know? uh, uh, me too. And I hope to see the the, the penis man comics <laughs> into infinity. <laughs> I'll do them until you know my hand gets broke. I'm excited. I'm not excited to see your hand get broke, but I'm excited excited to see see my hand get broke. A little, but I'm excited (laughs) to see you do that until that occurs. Hell yeah. Well, uh, everyone to infinity, uh, we go into the comics night. Good night.